Welcome, everybody, to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. Welcome, episode 48 of Life Over Par. We made it, guys. That's right. We made it one year in the podcast game now. You know, this this thing's been frustrating. It's been exhausting. It's definitely been expensive. But above all that, it's been pretty fun. We, uh, we talked to a lot of people that we haven't talked to in a long time. And... We've even talked to people that some of us have never talked to before. You know, and hearing their stories and their takes on topics is, you know, kind of what keeps this interesting and fun. And I hope, I hope that feeling of fun stays burning here. Um, you know, we can, we can keep this going for a little longer. You know, who knows how long it'll go. But hopefully it stays fun. I want to be able to use this platform here as a way to help local community as well. And I want to be able to push local golf courses and push local business, you know, let people tell their stories, um, maybe even tell the stories of some loved ones that's passed. The most fulfilling episode for me, at least, was the CAP episode. It was uh, it was a lot of work. Don't get me wrong there. I mean, not any more than what this one was. I mean, this is the most work. Yeah, I know. It's taken a while to come out. I get it. But, you know, it was a lot of fun. And I hope we had some sort of impact on the good that those guys were doing. You know, the good that they were they were trying to put together. And hopefully we help some people know CAP a little bit better. This episode here uh, is basically just a one-year recap of Life Over Par. You know, one year in the game. You know, we've, we've had some fun and I've tried to compile some of the fun and interesting parts of this podcast um, through that one-year journey. And I hope that you guys find it enjoyable, and have some laughs. Um, it's going to bounce around from episode to episode and guest to guest. And, um, you know, it was kind of fun listening back on, on stuff and being like, holy cow, man, that was, that was that long ago? We had them on like episode 14 or 15? And we're on 48 now. And I find it... Actually, a little impressive. 48 in the first year. I mean, that means we only missed like four weeks through through all of it, you know? Through COVID, through Kyle having a kid, moving, Kevin having two kids, a family, and working, and me working and everything. Four weeks is all we missed. And I, I want to thank Kyle and, and Kevin for helping keep that rolling also. Um, I'm going to do a first a little recap 
of our picks from last episode because we haven't done that yet. And uh, after that, we can jump into the one-year recap. So, that brings me to the John Deere Classic. Kevin, Seamus Power tied for 8th. Matt Neesmith tied for 50th. He had one good one there. Not bad. We got Kyle with Kevin Streelman, Bo Hostler. Them boys both missed the cut, giving Kyle the big goose egg. Gotta love that. I went with Kevin Na, tied for second, and Sebastian Munoz, tied for fourth. Them boys are rolling in some money for me. Fake money, but money. I'll let Kyle go over that fake money on the next episode. He can kind of give those totals. Lastly here, the picks for this week. You got the 3M tournament going on. And I went with Ricky Fowler and Maverick McNeely. Kevin went with Bo Hogue and Tony Finau. And Kyle's riding with Patrick Reed and Harry Higgs. Currently, we know Harry Higgs missed the cut. We know now that Patrick Reed's going to be joining Team USA because Bryson got COVID. So his picks aren't looking so good. Maybe another, another down week here for Kyle. Got to love that, right? Everybody's got to love that. But that's the picks for 3M. We'll go over everything in the next episode, money-wise and new things. I hope you guys uh, will enjoy this episode. If you do, please let us know. Let us know what you'd like from year two. Let us know maybe new guests, people that we should talk to, if we should do something different. If you like what we're doing, let us know. It's great to hear from you guys, and thank you again for listening in. It's been a fun journey so far, and here is the first year of it. Yeah, your kid like never is not with a club. Like he just banging yeah, all can. kinds of shit with a putter or driver. Yeah, I got a couple of clubs right here actually that he just like he's got metal clubs, he's got metal shafts, but he has like plastic heads. And I thought I had a big bruise, so I'm wearing a hat because he hit me pretty damn good with one of them earlier today. Um, so in the house, he's not able to have that. He just has like the little plastic ones now. So, but don't I don't know, man. Don't hold him back. Like that. Yeah. Don't hold him back. Yeah, right. My son just Try turned two and he loves watching golf with me. I don't I don't know why. I hated it till I was like twenty. But um I bought I bought him a plastic set of golf clubs and then mm-hmm. I immediately introduced him to the Princess Bride and now they're just swords that he swords fight sword fights with. And he'll we we Wait. have our his cousins over, and he'll hand them a club, and they'll take it, but they don't know what's coming next because he's just like, okay, you took the sword, it's on now. You don't know what's coming next. <laughs> yeah, and then is it's that, a sword is that fight. When, is, that, is that when your oldest? Is that when Sophie dresses him up and oh. puts him in a dress and has high heels yeah, we, and stuff? And we has a club? really need to stop that. Yeah, That's... I I I can't stop it. I don't know. Uh, yeah you grow I, up with an older sister it happens when you get those snapchats i just send I'm another sure one back that's like no 
I know there's Stop pictures it. of Kyle out there doing the same thing and myself because we have older sisters. No. Yep. Not me. Not you. Not You're me. All brothers. Yeah, you have all, all brothers. boys. That's right. And then both yep. dogs were boys, and then the third dog was a boy, and my mom was like, no more. Your poor mother. Oh, no I, thought, more. I thought you were about to say, your mom's a boy. I was like, wait, what? No, <laughs> I thought no. you just got was like, no more. And then the nephew came, and it was like, it's never happening. You're never getting So you got a, a sister in law. That's a yeah. win for your mother. Yeah, right that there. was. There you go. Boom. That's enough. Yeah, that was part of the <laughs> best man speech that got my dad in the whole room there was knowing that, you know, Charlie's the favorite son now because he finally gave my mom a, a girl. You know, <laughs> someone that she right. could say is my, my daughter. Daughter-in-law. Yeah. Perfect. So that got the room. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Damn. My daughter always says, you got a cooler on your hat. <laughs> she has no idea about any of it. So she caught on. Well, that would uh, bring me to your family there, your daughter. How old is she? She's just turned three in June. Three in June. Have you taken her at all to golf course? She goes with, if me and Leah go, she rides in the cart with us with the single club and then plays from like 50 yards in. She's Terrible. Wow. She's not good at golf, but <laughs> she's three. She's not yeah, good. But I'm holding out hope that she she gets it. But <laughs> at that time, I think a three tiger had this thing down. Yeah. yeah. I think she shot like 67 the other day. I was keeping score, but she didn't want me to. But hey, I just my, can't let it slide. My dad's holding out hope that I get it too. Yeah. So. <laughs> Phil's, Phil's at like just a few. Like we have Phil at plus two. The Unabomber. Um, yeah, we have. He's even last night. Wearing, how does he play with those? How do those big glasses? How do you play with that? I can't. He, I can't John play Rom, with any glasses. Nope. John Rom's mom was a rhinoceros. <laughs> that's a that's a tamar- take. Tamar- joke, <laughs> right there. John Rom's mom. Was a hippopotamus. <laughs> I don't know why. Also, hot take. Hate John Rahm also. <laughs> I'm with you there as well. My nightmare for Sunday is John Rahm, Bryson, top two. This is going to be a tough one. Tough one okay. for you. Um, how many beers should a guy have to stay loose during a round? <laughs> swing juice. Swing lube. A little swing yeah, lube. Swing lube. Birdie juice, yeah. Um yeah, so actually, oddly enough, I was pretty concerned with this when I started golfing because I noticed a pattern uh, at men's league. You know, it's uh, this. Usually, it's a woman, but I don't want to be gender. I don't want to yeah. genderify this role. I could be a man driving around uh, serving alcohol in the cart thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I would notice that I would bring two beverages with me. That was like what I did. I stuck them in my, you know, stick them in my cooler, stick them in my bag, whatever. Um, I don't have a little cooler or a mini cooler or a medium cooler like greg or whatever what's his dad called or a big cooler big cooler or a big cooler cooler. yeah yeah i don't have any of that i just have like my golf bag so i just usually stick you know a couple drinks in there or whatever so Mm -hmm. i noticed that if i ever visited with the cart beverage supplier that my game would deteriorate after that like i'm like oh three drinks is too much too many for me right Mm -hmm. so two drinks minimum was or max was kind of my I sort of came to that conclusion. And then I started, uh, because I'm a nerd, I started to look up like studies, you know, I'm like trying to find out like, is this a thing, you know, like, is there like a, the right amount of alcohol that I know where so this is comes, going. Well, yeah, <laughs> it actually, like, it, 
there is a ton of research about, yeah. um, and it, it actually, uh, if you step away from alcohol and just look at the bigger picture of arousal states. So like when you do certain things, you, uh, when you, when you introduce yourself to certain challenges, uh, certain levels of arousal will actually help you or hinder you depending on what the challenge is. So more intellectually difficult things, lower arousal is better because you're, uh, you think kind of like zooming out, get the big picture, get the get the bigger picture on things, right? Like you're not thinking about every detail. You're kind of more thinking about it as a whole. Mm -hmm. So a lower arousal state will help you. Well, what does alcohol do to you? Probably the opposite there. <laughs> it inhibits you, right? It yes. inhibits. It's an inhibitory thing. So it, it kind of depresses the system a little bit. So for a lot of That's people... That's so good at scrambles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Scramble golf is fun. Swing hard and drink beer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so I mean that some for some people who are a little anxious about the game or who are feeling the pressure or who are trying to yeah. make playoffs or whatever you want to call yeah. it, you know, if you're in that high pressure situation, sometimes a couple of uh, brewskis can kind of bring that arousal level down and let you sort of zoom out and just think about, you know, have perspective. I'm here golfing. It's a good day. I'm swinging good. You know, I'm feeling loose, whatever. So uh, it just so happens to be that if you overdo, you bring that past the level of comfort and this is different for everyone so everyone has a different level of comfort right with um with having lack of control which is what i believe is the biggest thing uh, that happens to you when you get pretty drunk is you you lose control mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so if you think about you know uh, all of a sudden you get into that control loss whatever you're not comfortable with um you can get over the edge you know you get a little too drunk um, and you go into that fight or flight your arousal level goes skyrockets and then you're over thinking everything you're over analyzing what your last swing did i can't use my six i i sliced it last time mm -hmm. you know and then you're just grabbing your seven and you're hooking it into the woods because you're overcorrecting, right so it's like uh, i think two drinks is the answer that that is two, what i found when drinks. i when i tried to look this up they said that two drinks was just enough that you actually played a little bit better than no drinks but anything right. over two was uh, all so so who so who went to uh, when we made the turn when we all played together who who grabbed two drinks? Well, yeah, there's had, a there's a vodka to start though too. <laughs> there's a tolerance variable there too. There is. There okay. is. They actually did this really cool study where they compared what they called light drinkers and heavy drinkers. Um, <laughs> which I think if you just looked at like amateur golfers, like I think most of them fit into the heavy drinker category. Mm -hmm. um, most of them I know. Yeah. Yeah. So the heavy drinkers actually did have a tolerance and they were, they were able to do um, a decent amount more um, imbibing. So, you so. know, if you drink often and a lot, then, you know, maybe the two, the two drink rule isn't going to work for you. So as our, as our podcast doc, two beers is the answer. <laughs> yeah. So I, I can remember like standing up, like graduating, like saying an oath, like do no harm or all that stuff. And now here I am like five years later, my, my culmination of my career is going ahead and endorsing two alcoholic beverages. Yes. That's perfect. <laughs> Kevin, you got to give him that driver that we bought at Walmart back in like, I don't know, 2001. Yeah, that might be in my garage somewhere. I got some funny Walmart stories while we're on the topic. Oh, boy. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I know of one for sure. I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say. I don't need to say it. It's, this is your guys' podcast. I'll bring it up if you want to. I mean, we, we got some it's entertaining. stories. Sure. <laughs> this is a golf podcast, not a hungover a, mess podcast. This is, this is life over farm. Can somebody else like lead me into the story? All right. So we were having a great time the night before. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sure everybody's done this where you, you you might be at a friend's place or maybe even a place you're not sure of. And uh, in the morning, you're very thirsty, <laughs> very thirsty. So you open the fridge and you see what you believe is some juice. Hawaiian punch. <laughs> Hawaiian punch in this case. Um, Was it a Hawaiian punch container? Yes, it, it was. It was in the wine bunch container. And you were so thirsty that you just start guzzling this thing. And it takes until maybe three or four guzzles down before you realize there's a little something extra in this. Indeed. <laughs> just happened to be like tequila. I tequila think. mixed with the Hawaiian oh, bunch. Man. And uh, I was already incredibly hungover. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and uh, so I continued to chug this Hawaiian punch only to find out that there is, in fact, tequila inside. And I wasn't pleased, but mm-hmm. I, I went to the bathroom and just did everything I could not to throw up. And I, I succeeded, actually. Hindsight, you probably should have. <laughs> should have let her go. Should have let her rip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send her. <laughs> should have let it all back out. But I didn't. And I believe Kyle's sister, Kim, came to pick us up. Later on that morning. Yeah, shout out to Kim. Shout, sure. out, shout Kim. out Kim. Kimberly. I just don't, That's our I just girl. Don't understand. Yeah, I just don't understand how none of us had cars, but That's she a, can pick us up. I, yeah, I don't know either. I have no idea. I don't know. You left them somewhere, likely. Responsibly <laughs> not driving is what I like to call yeah, it. Yeah, I think we took a cab. <laughs> even even the morning after. I think we oh, took okay, a cab yeah, there. Could have been. But we didn't have, and then we didn't have a cars in the morning. But she took us to Walmart, nonetheless. And uh, in route to Walmart, I wasn't feeling so hot. Between the hangover and the liquor that I just chugged, it just wasn't sitting well in the old stomach. And we <laughs> I, uh, we're approaching Walmart through the parking lot, and all the boys are there, and they're ahead of me, and I'm kind of doing my own thing, following them from the back. And <laughs> we just get inside the store, oh, like just through the front entrance. And I hurled, yeah, but I was so embarrassed. Get... I put my hands down and I, and I caught every single drop of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got good hands. I caught every drop. And there happened to be a trash can right in front of me. So I, <laughs> so I took all of it and I dumped it into the trash can. And then I kind of jogged up to Nick and Kyle. Mm-hmm. I think, were you there, Kevin? No, I was I, not. I, was, I didn't think so. It's a classic story, to, though. I walked up to, or I, I'm sorry, I jogged up to Kyle and Nick and mm-hmm. Kim, and I was like, guys, <laughs> I threw up in my hands. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to correct you there how that went. Yeah. You came up to us and you said, where's the bathroom? <laughs> like, like, my what? bad. And I was like, uh, I think it's I over there. Why? <laughs> he pulls his hands up like Ricky Bobby, not knowing what to do with his hands in the interview, goes... I puked in my hands. <laughs> we had to been in that store for about a half hour with you just sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Not, I've had better days, I tell you. Better trips to Walmart <laughs> than that, probably. Uh, hmm. 
You don't have to say their names. No. Yeah, we could make you up can names. You can if you want. I could probably say one <laughs> funny about probably the worst one that ever happened to me. Okay. We actually working out in Sacramento, California. And uh, we all start drinking at the hotel because that's what they do. They put you up in a hotel so you get to live in a hotel the whole time. And we all start drinking there. And we put, you guys know Tyler Record, right? You know him. We do. Um, I think you used to call him Rum Chata, I think. Rum Chata yeah, Tyler. Yeah, yes. that's all he drank when you guys first met him. Um, yeah, so we were out there drinking. We're like, all right, Tyler, find us some bars. We do some bar hopping. So we go out. First bar we go to is this big sports bar. It's tons of fun. Where was this at? Uh, in Sacramento, Sacramento California. Okay. Yep, right downtown Sacramento. And we get there, and we're already pretty half in the bag, so it's uh, already fun. Uh, but they have Dance Dance Revolution set up there. Ooh, dang. Yep, a 1v1 style. So <laughs> we just started dancing, and nobody could even finish a song. Like, it was just, like, terrible on the screen. It's like Guitar Hero, you know? If you miss a thing, it tells you you're bad. You're booing it, yeah. Yep, and uh, so nobody could even finish a song, but it was tons of fun. Well, me and this other guy, we start bar hopping from there. People start separating, like any other bar hopping goes. Yeah, some people are going for food, some people... Stay and play pool at this bar for too long and whatnot. So me and this other guy end up at this bar. And we walk in, and they're like, oh, it's 20, or 10 bucks a piece you know, for a cover. So I give him a 20. I was like, oh, this would be good. He'll buy me a beer. And the bouncer's like, oh, cool. I see who's pimping who tonight. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right. And uh, so we go in. We grab a couple beers. We walk out to the patio, and we're sitting there talking to these girls. And probably five, six minutes in, he goes, dude, Let's go get another beer together. I'm like, all right, that's random and weird. Get a little more into the mic. All right. And I was like, that's random. So I was like, uh, we go in to get a beer. And he goes, dude, did you see the size of the Adam's apple on that girl you're talking to? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what are you talking about? So we go back out there. So I'm like, there's no way. And there's a big old Adam's apple on this girl. And then we look across the street, and the bouncer over there is wearing nothing but a Speedo and some angel <laughs> wings. I'm like, I think we got a little off track, and we need to get out of here real quick. <laughs> I was like, I don't think this girl's going to want to. Well, she might want to come home with me, but. <laughs> <laughs> so you waited about another half hour before you left. Oh, well, yeah, I had <laughs> to finish the conversation. Got some numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But also, I feel like a lot of old people golf, a lot of old dudes golf because they're like, I need to get away from my wife or I need to get away from it's very good. Because like if you were to be like if you were to tell your wife, Hey, I'm going to the bar and you come back five and a half hours later, <laughs> she's gonna be like, What is up, buddy? Like, what are you doing? But if you say you can go golf, you basically did go to the bar and you <laughs> did also golf. So I don't think we should keep that on there because that's a secret that we should all keep. That's true. But yeah, yeah people it's no do it. Secret to- at my house. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys golf with your girlfriends? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I don't have any girlfriend. No. no girlfriend. Sorry. <laughs> I don't have any girlfriend. <laughs> See how fast I said no, though? I said, nope. No, at least I don't take them out on a public <laughs> You can take them to Pleasant Hills, bro. That's where you go. You should bring Steve on here so he can defend himself because I just thrashed him pretty you good. Did. You yeah, did. Yeah, I just thrashed him pretty good. He's my bro. I, I feel like... Steve so. might have a little defending right now. Um, I would like to read something. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure you submitted a question. Um, yeah, I guarantee it. This is a, this is a really nice reading. Um, let's see if you know who this is from. This is called Poe. 
Yeah, uh, what a what a dick. I once heard Thart Poe wrote his best things effed up on. He was a drunk, so I've been told. I was owe it to be known that I wrote this poem was I was wasted. The first was was supposed to be <laughs> as. The spell chuckle keeps changing my mistakes. I don't I don't really have control of my fingers at this moment. I'm rambling on, I feel, but I feel so amazing. Like this pressure of finishing school is non-existent. I just corrected an indentation in my roommate likes. Bulldogs. When I close my eyes, I feel like the room is spinning. We've all been there. My eyes lead and my lips fallow. I mean to say follow. (laughs) Who wrote the stories of Sherlock Holmes? I really am wasted. Itter always amazing. I'll probably review this poem in the morning. You probably should. I must promise myself that wild let it be free as I feel now. Uh, I knew the ending line. Yeah. That's funny. How was that? I begged him not. He was the best man at my wedding. I begged him not to read that. As your best man's speech. Yeah. I begged him not to read it, and he didn't. No, he and didn't. That's a good friend. But he, we, he didn't. I feel bad for all the crap I just said. Brought it up now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I begged him not to read that at my, uh, at my wedding. I think the best or the worst uh, story that I had of your parents being mad at me or being mad at all of us. My... The, oh. Oh, has God. to has to oh, be no. just get a second. Hold on, hold on. Wyman just dumped the beer all over. <laughs> he just dropped his beer right off the table. <sighs> Clean up. Yeah, you got a towel. Clean up. Yeah, I'm gonna go grab one real quick. Frank, I'm you, you can you can edit I'm this out, him. right? Nah, yeah, we won't. <laughs> hey, where'd Kyle go? Kyle, you don't need to get a towel. I'll go get you a towel. <laughs> Can anybody do the dog uh, duck voice? Don't move. I'll go get you a towel. Oh my uh, god. Uh, uh, uh. Hold on. How many times did we listen to that? Dude? Uh, thousands. Uh, the the Adam Sandler comedy. That's my bad, man. Sure is. CDs. That's alcohol. That's alcohol abuse. That's the most abuse you'll see me. With alcohol. All right. So I got this fun. microphone in my face. I'm not used to it. I had to reach around. Uh, uh, the old reach not, around. Not locked in. I don't remember the exact oh. situation, but my mom said she almost killed you around Brookwood like a month ago. I don't remember a situation at Brookwood, but near there, Brookwood. Th- there was a situation on McEwen that I it was a near death experience. I mean, it was not so recently they made golf carts legal in the city of Clare. And the best part about it is the mayor lives right across the street from me. So like it's like I pull out of the driveway every, every morning, wave to him and say, "Hey, thanks. Thanks, bud." Um, but good looking out. Yeah. 
So I'm pulling out onto McEwen and you're not supposed to drive on McEwen. You can just cross McEwen. And for those of you who don't know, McEwen's the main street that runs through Claire. And it was right after school, peak traffic. So <laughs> the car's turning right. I think I'm ready to go because this thing's got some acceleration. It doesn't have a lot of top end speed. Tops out 19.6 miles an hour. But it gets um, there fast. Huh? But it gets there quick. So I'm, I'm, I floored it, but I didn't see the other car in the other lane. But so thankfully the acceleration's quick and the stopping is just as quick or we would have had a situation. You would have had to meet Wyman. More than likely. Yeah. 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 He would have yeah. had a body call yeah. for you. Yes. Yeesh. Yes. And, and knowing he might be the last guy to see me naked is a great character. <laughs> so. <laughs> that being said, uh, my producer's telling me we have a call on the line. Gosh, um, damn it. Uh, caller, you're on the line. Please introduce yourself. Yeah, this is Wyman calling in, <laughs> first off, to set the record completely correct. The new clubs have already been swung. It's <laughs> good to hear. I've already hit, I've already hit two Are we live? range balls because I'm, I'm still in the playoffs, baby. How, how long has he Playoff been on the line? match tomorrow, and they're already in the bag. <laughs> so I'm rolling with them. Rolling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Number two, what's this shit about the deepest pockets, short <laughs> You're a dick. Just because I don't believe in your Venmo and Facebook cash and all that shit, and I still write paper checks, doesn't mean that the, I'm a The only ass. person our age to still write paper checks, yeah, Nick Wyman. When you idiots, Nick Wyman. All your, when all your Venmos get banged or whatever, like you guys get hacked, and you lose all your money, I will gladly give you all a nice loan at a very modest interest rate of like 15, 20%. Well, you all owe, already owe all these guys $5,000. But going back to the checks, how many times have you wrote me a check and put something incredibly stupid on the memo line? Yeah, that's what, that's that's what, what, that's what you do that's in Venmo, the too. That's the benefit of writing yeah. a check. Number one, it's a pain in the ass. And number two, it's always funny to see what you if you turn it in like that. Half of the time you're a pussy and you scratch out the memo. I've never done that. He yeah, probably just I leaves can see them in when his... they go over the counter. I can see if you do it or not. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to touch yeah. on the last point he was making there, and then you can go back a little bit, Wyman. Being the last person to see him naked, how would that be? <laughs> you're talking about me being able to see Springer? He says I'm dying first anyways, so that'll never happen. I have always said that. But if I yeah. continue to drive the golf cart across McEwen like I, I tried to, um, yes. Yeah, we may be able to speed that up. Let's do a little club selection for you. Let's Look say, let's say you're 200 yards out from the green. What are you? What are you using? I knew this was going to come up. What I'm are using, you using? I'm using a three wood. Okay, so okay. me too. Let's say you hit that three wood. It didn't go so well. Maybe you chunked it. Now you're 120 out. Okay. What are you using? I'm using a choke down three wood. He's using a three wood at 120 <laughs> out. Nope. That is something. I'm not with you on that one. <laughs> that is something. How do you make that work? I mean, you just... He chunks it again. It's it's goes going back to the baseball days. You just choke down, shorten up the swing, put it in play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, they make other clubs for this. Yeah, they do. But, I mean, once you find, find a club that works, you stick with it. Going back to the baseball thing. I mean, you're never going to change your bat once you get a hit. I hit one good golf swing with a three wood. Got comfortable. Not changing. So, so when you bought Kyle's dad's other set of clubs did you actually buy the full set i would have just went with the three wood you know actually it was just a set of irons 
I still have the legit. So you OG totally screwed up. You totally yeah, screwed I did. up. I did, but my bag doesn't look look as embarrassing because I got a set of pings in there and they look kind of cool, but I don't use them. What's the biggest damage to the course that you've seen, like golf cart wise? <laughs> I think I know. This might not be the answer, but I know of one that's pretty good. Um. Yeah. So last April, let's say, we had a group of guys out. They were a ton of fun. They were just your average group. They were real respectable. They were having some drinks, but they were keeping it PG for the most part. And then I, gosh, we were, I think they were even buying us drinks in the pro shop or in the clubhouse there. And as we're walking down to the parking lot, the cart attendant at the time comes up and Hey, somebody flipped a cart in the parking lot, and we just kind of all looked at each other. What were you talking about? And there were a few eyewitnesses, and yeah, these guys. All of a sudden, we just saw them pushing the cart back upright, and <laughs> so they took a corner a little too hot in a very odd place, but didn't did uh, twenty eight hundred dollars in damage to a brand oh, new cart. Wasn't there? <laughs> How much uh, was it? Twenty eight. Uh, about twenty eight. Yeah. A, a fire. There was. <laughs> so it was James, Keith, and I, and we all took the cart down to the the maintenance barn just to check out the damage. And we're all standing around looking at it. It's up on the hoist, and all of a sudden, one of the two boys they just start yelling, "Fire! Fire! There's a fire!" Bursting the shames. Bursting the shames. Yeah, I mean, there was it was never huge, but enough, <laughs> enough to cause a panic. <laughs> Good one, Kyle. Uh, I didn't expect that out of you. On the camp road. Although that's not the the craziest thing that has happened down here. No, not at all. I don't think I don't think you've gotten into the the bat uh, story before. I've not. I'm not at all. Um, Do tell. There <laughs> let's, is, let's get into that. There's, there's really nothing more frightening than, I would say, getting up in the middle of the night when it's dark, flipping on the light of the bathroom, and having a bat just fly right at your grill. Yeah. Right in your face. Yeah. And my only line of defense that I had at that time was a shoe <laughs> in my hand. And uh, this time, Brian did hear me. Yep, heard that one. Yep. As I am yelling, it's a bat. It's a freaking bat. <laughs> yep. I'm just swinging a shoe in the dark. It was funny because it was like three in the morning. Yeah. And so my bedroom is right above your bedroom. Uh, and I wake up and I'm like, who the heck is he talking to on the phone at three in the morning? Because I can hear you murmuring a little bit. I've done it before. Uh, Talk to people yeah. late, but and I don't scream it. Right, right. And I'm like, what the heck's going on down there? So I just kind of go back to sleep, and, and then I get a text, and my phone vibrates, and it's prior, and he's in the bathroom. He goes, there's, there's a bat down here. I'm like, he shot himself in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, it flew out of the bathroom and in my room, so I went in the bathroom and shut the door. And I'm like, and we had, we had heard some, some scratching before and like the walls and ceiling and, but, but nothing obviously out in the open. So he goes, there's, there's a bat down here. And I'm like, well, you mean like in the walls or, or what? He goes, 
no, it's flying around. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, I guess, I guess this is my responsibility. So yeah. I, I'm uh, up. I, landlord, let's go. Right. So I, I grab a towel and I start kind of creeping my way down here. Well, he's in the bathroom and I'm creeping down the stairs <laughs> and I don't really want him to deal with a bat either, but you know, it's got to get out of here. So, you know, I'm creeping down the stairs. Hey, hey, Pryor, where, where's the bat at? And I don't and, know. And I'm from, in the bathroom. <laughs> from, the, from the bathroom. <clears throat> so he's got this, this curtain that separates his, his room down here. And I think the last thing that, that you had seen, it was flying towards the curtain. So I'm slowly kind of pulling the curtain back to see if it's in between one of the folds. And the of good course, thing about the curtain, it's brown. Yes. Same exact color. Yeah. Just same like exact a color. So I'm expecting this thing to just take off right for my face any second. Mm-hmm. So I'm pulling this thing, pulling this thing, and it's not there. I'm like, okay, well, it's not here. So Pryor kind of comes out of the bathroom, mm-hmm. and uh, we don't you know, hear anything. We don't see anything. It's not moving. So we start looking around a little bit, and... Uh, it's, it's time to maybe turn more lights on. Yeah. To maybe be able to see yeah, better. Yeah, and... And all of a sudden, I think you were the one that saw it on your on your foam board. I did over by your yes your the computer over there. The sound dampening foam over here. Right as I'm reaching to turn on the light, it was like just overhead high, right on the wall. As I'm about to turn this light on, just freak, perched, freak the shit out oh, yeah. of me. I go back. I'm back. Yep, the Batman. Yep, freak the shit out of me. <clears throat> so I now have a towel. Yes, and I believe this was the point where. <laughs> Let's go get the pool skimmer. Well, I'm sitting here with a with a like a, a bath towel. I'm like, well, I don't want to go reach up against the wall of this thing with a bath towel. Like that's not gonna work. So I got the the leaf net from the pool and I'm like, here's a great idea. I can trap this thing in the leaf net, not get anywhere near it, and you know, life is good. So I go downstairs. Exactly. So, yeah, so 12 I, got, foot pole. I got that twelve foot pole coming down the stairs. And I mean, it's a decent sized room, but it's not, it's not that big. So I extend it full out. I'm on, I'm on this side of the room. That's over here. And, uh, and I'm like, I'm reaching from the side, trying to like line it up. And prior goes, Hey, uh, just take us just one second. I want to make sure you're lined up. So, you know, we can trap it. And just as he says that yeah, he I try wait. to, I try to trap it and I missed and like the corner of the leaf net Hits the bat, and all of a sudden, this bat starts swooping both of yeah. us yeah. all over the all over this room down here. And I have this this ten yeah. foot pole with a with a net at the end that I'm trying to like move it and catch it, but I've got about two feet on each side, mm-hmm. so I can't really move. So I'm just kind of standing there, like yeah. watching it swoop around me. This is the point where I go, screw this, <laughs> I'm not sleeping down here right now. <laughs> so it eventually crashes into the into the corner of the of the room. Yeah. And I mean, these things, these things are so gross the way they move. And I'm like, it's underneath his lamp and stuff. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to reach my hand in there to, to like get it. So it starts crawling towards the, um, little grate. That's like the return air Mm -hmm. vent. And I'm like, wow, there's no way that's going to fit through that. This thing's like, you know, two inches in diameter. And these, this vent has about a, a half inch clearance. Very small. And it just weasels its way into the crawl space, yep. and because right on the other side of that is oh, just yeah. crawl space, and it just and it disappeared. Disappears. I'm like, I ain't going in there. Nope. So I'm sleeping up in the spare bedroom. Spare bedroom. Yeah. No, so he didn't, that's he didn't that's where I finished me, off but. there. <laughs> yeah. Spare so. bedroom. It was a very exciting uh, night. It wasn't the last occasion of the bat. 
Nope. Um, but the last one so far in my room. Yeah, we've had a knock on wood here. We haven't mm. had a good run for the last, uh, what, yeah. year or so? When you were redoing the, the ceiling over the dining room I table. Just, yeah. I can just imagine you two with that net and Nick on one side and you're hanging on to it like this. Oh, yeah. You know those claw, you know those claw machines that like timed and like they rotate and you're waiting for the claw machine to like hit it just right in mm. order to grab the. Yeah, we should have practiced that before we did it, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple, a couple real men down here, you no know, facing our fears and no and uh, <laughs> taking care of business. When, when when you're waking up in at three in the morning, <laughs> um, and, and you really got nothing on it as much as maybe you know just some underwear and then a shoe, it's pretty scary. Yeah, it is. So you just woke up no night and just said, "All right, there's something here," and you didn't know it was a bat or anything, but you just grabbed a shoe. <laughs> Yeah, well, that was your defense. Well, when I'm laying there and you hear a, oh. like over your head, and I'm thinking, God, okay. that's a big bug. That's a really big bug. Like, what the hell is that? June bug. And then it flew yep. through the the bathroom into the wall in like my walk-in closet, which is actually like a maintenance room. Um, damn, fantasy football chat's going on right now. They need to stop. And Kevin was the first to do it. He knows what's oh, going on. Come on, Kevin. He knows what's happening. Yep. So it I flew turned. through there and hit the wall, and it was like flopping on the floor. So I thought, all right, I'm getting up. This is my time. Squish it. Get this thing dead and get back to bed and flip the light, and it was in the air already at me. All right, I got one. I got one more hunting story if we can bear it. So mm-hmm. if it's like was, if it's anything like your last one, I suggest you just keep it to yourself. This one's a little bit worse. Okay. Oh, okay. So I was I'd love probably, to hear it then. So I was like seven years old, and me and my dad are in the blind, and um, he has his coffee can. Or if you have to go to the bathroom, you have to pee, you piss in the coffee can, right? So I'm eating there, and we have snacks and stuff, and we're all like, we're sitting side by side, and there's a few does that come in, and I'm not thinking anything. I'm like, Dad, shoot that one. No, Kyle, it's got to be bigger. That one, no, it's got to be bigger. And I'm drinking like my soda and I have like my bugles like on my fingers. Mm-hmm. I'm just messing around like being an idiot. And this buck comes up and it's like a seven seven or eight point buck. And I'm just shaking. And I don't even want to shoot in the shot. I'm like, Dad, come on. You got it. And I, I'm trying to be quiet as possible. I'm like, Dad, come on. Like, shoot that. And he had a bow. So we had to wait for it to turn and do this and all that. And I'm just sitting there just shaking like a leaf. Well, that soda was like three quarters of the way gone when he told me that this buck's coming up. So you had to after pee. we were able, I had to pee. Yeah, and I got a pee. We didn't. We weren't able to get a shot on him, and I didn't want to distract my dad from because I was already distracted, like shaking, like the bag of bugles, and having the bugles on my finger. Must have had about fifteen Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and. I wasn't he, hungry he walked, so much as I was thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> and he walked away. And he's like, okay, Kyle, it's okay. It's like, he'll be back. We didn't spook him or anything. I'm like, Dad. I'm like, what? Like, I pissed myself. <laughs> and I get all So I pee myself. I'm wearing jeans, right? It's like, not a big deal. Like, whatever. We'll get in the car. Well, whatever. So we get home. I have, th- I have three older sisters. Every one of my sisters has a friend over. I walk in this house <laughs> with pissed jeans on my pants. Like, what happened to you? <laughs> oh, Jesus, Kyle. 
What's the strangest thing that you've ever pulled from the cup? <laughs> That's an interesting question. Uh, I, I've heard many stories about, you know, the pins are being removed and finding finding evidence from the nights before activities in the bottom of a cup. But I, I personally have not I've not found any of the brown remnants in the bottom of the hole before. So That's, I just asked because my old superintendent or at uh, down in Naples uh, Arrowhead, the uh, one of the guys I guess said that the um, guy placed I think it was like the 18th hole and it was on like this knob and he said it was complete shit. So he took it upon himself to shit in the cup and put this pin in. I mean, so I, I've heard of that happening several times, but I mean, even shitty pin location. What was that? It's a, I said it was a, a shitty pin location. Go. Oh god! Yeah, yeah. Well, you when, must be doing a good enough job that nobody wants yeah. to poop in your cup. <laughs> if, if that's the uh, the way you rate it, is well, I guess I haven't had some shit in my cup yet. Oh, yeah. yeah, I guess you've done well. I've been there a while, so that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> would you would you say that but if it happens here in the next few weeks it's not us it's not us for... <laughs> of course not of course not <laughs> this question is gonna be a little harder um it's a two-part question mm. so go slow I, I will go i will go very slow on this one chicago pizza yeah being deep dish it's kind of more like a pie than it is a pizza yeah so do you consider it a pizza, or is it a pizza flavored pie? I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of the deep dish for starters. A lot okay. of reasons to that. Okay. Um, and I say it's. What am I? What are the two? What are the two? Is it? Against? Is it actually a pizza? No, it's not. It's like it's a, a pizza flavored pie. It's like a. It's like yeah. It's a pizza cake. Yeah. Yeah, a pizza pie. It's yeah, not a pizza. Cake. No, so that's what it's, they, not a pizza. it's a pizza pie. Yeah, it's a pizza pie. Yeah, yeah. Italian Nick voice yeah, coming yeah. out. Yeah? Pizza pie. So, question part two of that. Yeah. I think I can judge your answer yeah. to that based on your first one. Um, is it worth the hype? No, not a chance. No, not at all. <laughs> Brutal. So half a piece, you're done. It's too it's too much. Too thick. Comes in. Temperature's yeah. never right. All right. You burn your mouth one bite. Eat cold the next bite. Yeah. Get it right. Get it right, Chicago. Yeah, hey, get it right, Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, Kyle, anything? I enjoy pizza. Well, yeah. <laughs> Don't that's we a, all? It's a great, it's a great input. I love pizza. <laughs> there was a listener that was pretty interested, just based on how funny you've been, Greg, on your player analysis. <laughs> Okay. And it's mostly about their faces. <laughs> yes. And and Kyle and Kevin can join in too. Um, but we'll go. These questions all start with which PGA player is most likely to. Okay. So right. the first one here is uh, live at home with their parents. <laughs> I would say Brayson DeChambeau. There that, you go. Because yes. yeah, that dude, he drinks milk. You yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> that is the exact, exact correct answer. That's end of story. <laughs> Those are the requirements to live at home with your parents. Well, it doesn't Drink help. Milk. 
I haven't drank milk publicly <laughs> in 20 years. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember, God, how long ago was this? We went to IHOP as a big group after a night of drinking, and Faber was there with us, and he spilled it. And you you were just the genius that said something about him crying over oh, spilled yeah. milk to the waitress. I can't remember. I remember. I vaguely remember that. But Oh, Jesus, Faber, no crying over spilled milk. <laughs> yeah. That might have been what it was. Well, he was the night before he was bitching about not getting to wear cowboy boots, and it was a whole thing. <laughs> I never worn cowboy boots before. <laughs> I miss Faber. Uh, why wouldn't you complain about that? Yeah. I haven't seen Faber in years. <laughs> so, <laughs> DeChambeau, that is correct. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> correct. I wouldn't disagree with that answer. I'm going to jump out of these questions for a second, but we'll jump right back in because what you just said leads me to something else for you, Greg. Uh, Are your kids douches? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. But... Um. On 10-27-2012, you tweeted out something. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> it falls in line with what you just said, by the way. Um, there's some spelling errors in here, but uh, I'm going to do it anyway. He tweeted out, I love telling little kids they're wrong because they always are, and they're stupid. <laughs> yeah, 2012. Hashtag tigers. <laughs> Hashtag tigers. That's what you did, yeah. So, Kevin. All, all good things. Do you have uh, any questions, any topics you'd like to bring up? Man, I did, but I forgot. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for your participation there. And that's Kevin. <laughs> Another listener question here for you. Uh, speaking of family, uh, Ben Randall. Thank you for your questions. This is... Multiple parts. Are we, are we going to oh, do all of them? Yes. Yes, we are. Um, you did happen to see the question he entered in on Facebook, so I think you know what's coming. I do. Uh, but do you welcome or shun the comparisons of one of your best rounds of golf, absurdly hungover, uh, to Michael Jordan's flu game? <laughs> and what was the score? And where was it at? It was a scramble. It was at Eagle Glen. Uh, we ended up winning. I don't remember what we shot, but for some reason, I was in the zone that day. I felt like absolute crap. And what took prior to that event? What was going on the minute before? Oh. What was going on? Well, that's for everything kind of hazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if I have my story correct here, uh, I was at Ben's house, and we were indulging in some beverages. Mm-hmm. I might have had a few too many. Um, no way. No. Didn't feel anything. Um, <laughs> That's when you know you've yeah, had just you had enough. too many when you can't feel anything. <laughs> I, um, Why is it spinning? I just remember at a certain point in the night, I felt like I was uh, pretty hungry. And my cousin, uh, Ben, was nice enough to cook me some uh, mac and cheese. I'm like, I'm hungry. He's like, I got some mac and cheese. Sounds like a great guy. Yeah. He's a pretty nice guy. Yeah. And uh, he makes me this mac and cheese. I did not eat any of the mac and cheese. He then uh, proceeded to make it. 
Do a little nappy poo. <laughs> oh, I didn't nap. I uh, I think he made me some toast, but he <laughs> gave me the toast right. without any butter on it. You got to get a little bread to soak up the booze. Okay. Yeah. Um, he gave me some uh, toast with no br- uh, butter, mm. and I kind of handed it back to him. And told him I was better than that. I needed some butter on there. Don't you <laughs> dare hand me this without butter. Yeah, I then uh, turned around. Get a right, get a right peasant. And I ate about half a uh, side of bread. He cut it up into little um, straight down the middle. How drunk was he? <laughs> the next day I got up. I wish you more bread. Try some bread. <laughs> and apparently, just a, just if a you... bitchy bread, a bitchy bread. <laughs> that being said, they're still, they are good kids. It could be a hell of a lot worse. But like I said, some days it is like pulling teeth. Are you, are you pulling out any Mr. Sharp techniques on these kids? So we do. Do the impersonation. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Nice pass, Wally. There we go. <laughs> and yeah, I did that wrong. It's with the pinky. Yeah. I can't tuck the pinky, though. Tuck the pinky. <laughs> oh, you still got all your fingers? <laughs> yep. You should have been a yeah. shop teacher first. Yep. Uh, a Twitter post from you, Aaron, 725 of 19. Oh, boy. I know what this is going to be about. Yep. I know what this is. <laughs> My first Lions bet of the season has officially been made. Oh, shit. Lions will win 10-plus games. If it hits, Damn. at Colty underscore 20... <laughs> will be trying out for the Milwaukee Hitmen semi-professional football team. If the Lions win six or fewer, I will try out for the Hitmen. Hashtag here we go. Freaking Matt Patricia was a fraud. I believed in <laughs> I believed in him up until like the beginning of this year. It is what it is. Let's turn That's the page. Great. Well that brings me to a nine eight nineteen, the follow up for that. Up there for the worst bet I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah bad one makes sense is it true that you accidentally graduated from mmcc yeah <laughs> how did you know that you <laughs> once went to mid to sign up for classes only to find out you already graduated yeah they uh they didn't let me know <laughs> <laughs> and i was actually no i i had already signed well, up for okay. classes and i was taking i had taken the first couple weeks if I remember right, and I went to meet with an advisor about applying for graduation or something like that. I can't remember what, but they uh, they said that I had already graduated. You just missed it. <laughs> well, actually, it wasn't even that I had already graduated. They said that I had like way more credits than I needed to to graduate, and uh, they're like, "Well, tell you what, we'll just backdate your graduation and say that you applied in in November and." Uh, as far as the school is concerned, you graduated in December. And I was like, okay, well, I already signed up for classes and paid for them. And they're like, okay, well, you're, pa- you're past the uh, drop ad period for a refund, but let's just backdate that too and say <laughs> that that you dropped them in, uh, over Christmas break. Sounds like you had a Hell yeah. great administrator there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Real uh, professional. Yeah. <laughs> By well, the book. You recently were getting over having COVID. What is your experience with with COVID? Seems like everybody's kind of kind of different. What was it like for you? Uh, so I took it upon myself to be like a human case study to see if you could consume enough alcohol to kill the virus inside mm-hmm. your body. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest assured that that is not an effective treatment. But, no. Uh, 
It was definitely the sickest I've ever been in my entire life. Oh, I did. Really? In hindsight, I'd wear my mask more if I knew it was going to be like that. I was like, everybody's, everybody else seems to be asymptomatic or really light symptoms, but me and my brother both got it, and that's probably the sickest both of us have ever been. Mm. And your roommate got it, and he was fine. And he was fine. He's not exactly the model of, of health, perfect health and fitness. <laughs> okay. Uh, of course. So what were the symptoms that you uh, had? Like, how did you feel? Like, was your head hurting? Was it your stomach? Yeah. So it started out, it started out, I just sort of felt like I had a sinus headache or something, uh, like just, you know, a lot of pressure and mm -hmm. didn't like, like a feeling you get when a cold is coming on, it wasn't bad. Right. And, uh, this would have been oh, like a, a Thursday or something. And, you know, I think to myself, like, oh, it's probably COVID because every little sniffles COVID now. And, um, it just like the next two days got worse. And I think it was Saturday. I was cleaning something in the plant and we sanitized with bleach. And I remember I couldn't smell the bleach and I was like, I think I yeah. probably actually have it. And I went and told my mom, she's like, no, you don't have it. You probably just have sinus infection. You can't smell with sinus infection either. I'm like, oh yeah, you're probably right. And I went home and I was eating pickles and I couldn't taste pickles. And I'm like, you can't taste fucking pickles. <laughs> You, your ass got COVID. Uh, <laughs> That's all there is to it. So then so the next day. Yourself, people that are listening, open a jar of pickles and take a bite. Smell for them. I never lost. Take a drink. I never lost taste or smell when I had it. It was the wildest thing. And I mean, that contributed to me being able to drink mm -hmm. to excess. Oh, yeah. Because you could, you could, it literally just tastes like water, everything. You could still feel the burn if you're drinking like straight whiskey, but you can't taste anything else. It's just like water. <laughs> Hot water. Just drinking <laughs> hot water. Uh, that hot water. You know, you were probably the sickest you've ever felt because you were just drowning your immune system in whiskey. Yeah, it's possible. But we also, uh, we, we accounted for that variable in our study because Gabe wasn't <laughs> sick study. and was drinking the same amount. And he was still fine. I mean, he technically was sick. Just wasn't feeling it. Well, is that is that sick? No, it's hungover. What is it's sick? A virus. <laughs> no, he didn't even get hangovers. So maybe for mm. some people, COVID negates hangovers. Super COVID turns into a super superhero. I want COVID. <laughs> Anyways, though, uh, yeah. Besides that, so I lost my my taste and smell, and I never had a fever. I never had a cough or any of the respiratory problems. But it seemed like <sighs> it's the worst cough I ever had. It seemed like I was breathing normal, mm. but wasn't getting any oxygen. So I like was constantly. Uh, mm. In a state of delirio, mm -hmm. we call it. Mm -hmm. Me and Gabe decided it's, mm -hmm. the symptom is called delirio. Delirio, okay. And uh, like you just confused all the time, tired, can't really, really weak, sore muscles. It was just miserable. And it got worse and worse every day. It sort of felt like you ever have like food poisoning or something like that. And you just like, you wish more than anything in the world that you could just die and be done with it. <laughs> I have not. And then the next, <laughs> and then the next day, it's like miraculously better. You're just kind of, yeah. you're kind of tired, but like that's it's over. But the next day would just be worse and worse. And it was like 14 days straight of that. And like technically, I could go back to work, but I still felt like dog's ass. And yeah. like, so we when I went back to work, we were slaughtering beef, as you do, and. uh we're like they they happen to be the most stubborn asshole group of beef that I've ever been around. So they didn't want to walk into the kill floor, and yeah. uh, they just like, didn't want to go as you right. do. You guys know you guys know what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. And they uh, so like what what you can do with beef is like you you twist their tail a little bit and push them, mm -hmm. and like they're like, oh yeah, I gotta walk. That's mm -hmm. 
kind of hurts a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of annoying. I'll walk forward. Well, you know, beef weighs like 1500 pounds. So if they decide that they're going to like just push back, they can push back. But like I had absolutely no strength. So they'd come like pin me to the wall and I just sit there just gasping for air for like 10 (laughs) minutes while the beef has got me pressed against the wall. It was miserable. Like I couldn't even, I could barely take a leg off, you know? Man, I can't imagine not being able to do that. Yeah, it's pretty Just hard. Just lop off a leg. <laughs> so you mentioned the the KPMG. Um, for anybody listening that that really doesn't know, that is, uh, that's a major event for women's golf. It's the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. You played in it in October. Um, we had a question come in about that. Uh, Ryan wanted to know what was your mindset as you stepped up into the first tee box of a major event? Holy shit, I'm here right now. Um, <laughs> that sounds so about right. I was, I was the inaugural, um, I was the tee shot that started the event. Ooh, oh my gosh. Seven, seven, ten in the morning, cold off the press, it was like, I'm going to say 40 degrees um, in the morning at Aronimic, and like big 10 let's go yeah but like everyone's like how are you feeling and i was like and everything like excitement um i hope i don't like mess up i don't i hope i can just keep my shit together really i hope i can just make this ball airborne really was kind of like stepping off to this and like the announcer was just like so good and prof- you're just like damn like i'm at a major event with these with these announcers right yeah. <laughs> and you know number one at make is a beast of a par four it's straight uphill and um you know it's just the the hips freeze the lower body freezes and, and you just you just you know duck hook it to the left and i was <laughs> i was just you know happy to, to again make that air, <laughs> that that swing airborne and I remember like, and I was just watching like the pictures blacked after, out. after, oh yeah, totally, totally blocked out. And, um, I just, I just like couldn't help but like laugh and smile. And it was just like, yeah, I'm like, welcome to, to the major championship. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, all right, let's go. Yep. Will, Will loves it. Will loves ping pong. Yep. He likes to call it balls. <laughs> you want to play balls? Play balls. <laughs> hey Nick, you want to play balls? Uh, Nick, sure. They each got a giant slinky for Christmas, and Nick yes. showed them how those go down the stairs. So that's the first thing you should do with them. I was trying to avoid that. I did it, and now Kevin has a, probably a new workout of walking up and down the basement <laughs> stairs, doing nice. giant slinky. Everyone loves a slinky. Yeah. It's got to be some sort of a record. <laughs> go slinky, go. Yes. <laughs> Jordan, what is one thing that you think has been a positive thing in your life or your family's life that has stemmed from COVID? So not like something that just happened to happen, but something that wouldn't have happened um, if if the whole corona thing uh, was never here. And I know that's a little bit deep, but, you know. No, me. I mean, like, I know exactly uh because I've thought about this and I have talked about it. Uh, when school shut down and everything shut down for a little while here in Texas, uh, 
I was, we went to online learning from March, like we never came back from spring break and we stayed online all the way through the end of school. So Theo was three months old when that happened and I got to stay home with him from the time he was three months until I went back to school in August. So uh, that was huge. I mean, like how many people get to spend that much time with their kids, yeah, especially at like their first year of life. So uh, I got to watch it like... I was there when he first crawled. I was there when he first walked and stuff like that, that I 100% would have missed going to school every day. How old is he right now? That was special. He is 13 months, just, he, uh, just he, over a year. He talks and shit now, I'm assuming, too. <laughs> he talks and shit, yeah. He said, <laughs> yeah, he says words. Uh, what was his first word? They shit from day one. His, they sure do. Here's the benefit of COVID. I still can't smell anything, so dirty diapers. <laughs> I just it. picked up on what, like, as you said that, I picked up on what he said, like, oh, they talking shit. And he's like, and they shit from day one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just getting that. Kevin's a witty man. He's yes, a witty he man. Is. Yep. Yes, he is. <laughs> they were the typical like oh gosh movers but they were good and like 26 foot truck we're not gonna pack it five hours way too many hours they got done right at five hours and that truck was packed to their ceiling all our stuff so well you had you had a 22 year old on coke and you had a 55 year old probably eating slim jims he knew what he was doing and smoking heaters. I was like, yeah. you mind if I take a break? No, you can get it done. So you're all right. Well, then they like they're like, hey, what's what's your address? We'll just meet you there. We're gonna stop, you know, grab grab some sodas and then we'll we'll be back. I'm like, well, it's not in Google Maps yet. It's a brand new address, brand new house. I mean, there it doesn't show up on Google Maps. So they followed me here. Well, they thought, like I said, that the te- the whole truck was full and my fifty inch tv or whatever wouldn't fit in the truck so he's like well, we'll just put it in our car and we'll just follow you i said okay so they get here and they're like well we're gonna go to the gas station it's right down the road and we'll be right back just need a drink with your okay. tv yeah so they leave they didn't get back like an hour later i'm like twiddling my thumbs here like 45 minutes in I'm like these sons of bitches just stole my tv and i have a 26 foot truck just full of stuff that needs to be in here i got gypped and they come back and 22 year old looks like he's like had another bump and he was ready to go <laughs> and, and he's like trying to like play with logan because logan's now in, in our in this house because we had like a playroom set up and some toys and logan was just like side-eyeing this guy the whole time and he was like doing the creepy like <laughs> like yeah, it was something. It was something. Logan's to see, just so. like, "Hey, why don't you just do your fucking job and leave me alone?" <laughs> right. I'm trying to make my couch cushions like a tower and stuff, and Logan was like, "No." Mm-hmm. So side eyeing him. Yeah. So good judge of character. Yeah. Skeet, it's pretty dark on your end there. You can't I, see me very well. I can't, I can't see. Me. Oh. Wow, what are you doing in a candle? Is this a candle vigil? I can't see you. Yeah, I don't know. You. Maybe. <laughs> I can't see shit with this thing on. Are you going to... Uh, here comes the flashlight. <laughs> you have lights in your house? Is your cell phone in your in your jacket pocket? I don't. Uh, oh, I apologize to you guys. Are you slapping the keys right I, now? 
<laughs> you do have a barn style house. Hey, hey. Light. The Amish did side it. Are you are you going green? Are you are we on, the are you off the Are grid? we on the ceiling? I can see yep. you. I didn't think the lighting could get worse than Kevin. Well, but. I can see your fingers. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> do you know where the camera is? At least I hope that was your you fingers. You haven't found the camera yet. We need we need to have a rate that background. <laughs> For each one of our <laughs> coming, <laughs> oh, hey, hi, Skeet. Hey, whoa, you're sideways. Here we whoa. go. We got a little bit of. Oh, whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. Oh, don't put us down there. <laughs> now you're upside down. Go the other way. Hi, Skeet. Okay, this thing. Down. <laughs> Skeet's hat. Hey, hey, there you are. Oh, wow. Oh, flipped. How many Coors Lights have we had? <laughs> now you're now froze. froze. Now he's gone. <laughs> oh, shit. You're froze also. He's got Twizzlers, though. Hey, this. you know what this reminds me of? It's the first time. No, I know. I'm trying to get it to do the other one. Don't Oops. you teach computers at the school? <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> Hey, by the way, I'm really excited that you were the last one here, um, Nick. What do you mean? Nick would be happy that we were waiting on you. All right. We're just going to go with this. Can you see me okay? Yeah. yeah perfect. That's perfect. Compared to what we had, this is a million times better. <laughs> a million. Don't yes. move. Yes, a million times better. So I wish I could see you guys. But. He's got the air. He's got the Pat McAfee, Aaron Rodgers posture going. Yeah, looks so, about as handsome. So what I will suggest is once we start here, try not to move around much because we're hearing all the, the he's clothes rustling and computer I'm not moving. moving at all. Okay, good, <laughs> good. All right. I was just saying how I was trying to power wash houses and stuff, and I don't know if he overheard me. But he handed me a note at the end of the game, and it says, call me. Um, I have a house and a cabin that needs to be washed. And, you know, I haven't really um, – at that time, I didn't really have much experience in, um, you know, washing houses and stuff. I just kind of screwed around with it at my house. So his house actually was the first one that I did. And the way you wash houses um, – you used and I how I use it is like a there's like a bleach solvent in it well at the time I didn't really realize how toxic this stuff was so <laughs> when I was <laughs> so after you wash house you got to rinse plants really you know you have to really water them down you know make sure they stay alive because you're drying them out you know it's chemicals well I do a cat I do caps house and he loved it he absolutely loved it paid me probably I think $50 more than what he should have. And uh, I got done with it. It looked great. And I come back a week later and um, his plants all around his house just fried, just absolutely fried. <laughs> I don't know what happened. The house looked good. house looks so good. And, 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 and I'm just yeah. like freaking out. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, how could this happen? Like, it, it, it was a bad feeling, bad feeling. So I'm like saying to Cap, I'm like, I'll, I'll wash your house next year for free. Um, I'm not going to charge you for this time. He's like, no, I just forgot to water them. 
No, <laughs> <laughs> they were like they were those plants oh, that you could, leave out and they will survive winters without it's just he's just that type of guy that he did not want me to feel bad in any way any shape or form um and just supported me um every year since then he had me come and wash his house um his house wasn't even really dirty each year um it didn't really even need to be washed but he would always have me come do it and yeah. But uh, the plants were getting good tall. every single time. The plants were getting <laughs> Say too that tall. Again. The plants were getting too tall. Yep. Yeah. 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 He called me in to mow them down again. <laughs> yeah. So for some reason, Cap brought me in into the dungeon to practice with uh, my brother's like, that grade. That sounds yeah. bad to people that don't know the dungeon. Please explain. Oh, uh, yeah. Relatively yeah, no point. windows. Good, good point. Yeah, so it's like a, it's like a below ground, very small, very small. If there were a court. fire, every kid would have to stand on top of it. You'd have to create a human pyramid for one poor bugger to get out. You still wouldn't reach poor bugger. But they, but there were stands though. <laughs> a balcony. We Up, did have a balcony of stands. There was too. also a fireplace. <laughs> Where? Yes. There were, no, those are the, yeah, the were there one or two, one on each There's end? There's two There's of them. One on each yeah. side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You really? could climb in and climb up. Yeah. Kids if you were would a get monkey, stuck in there, probably. If you were a monkey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you'd have the Spider-Man up a ways. Yeah, yeah, you would. But they were there. Still there. So anyways. <laughs> this segment's going to be a, this segment's gonna be a lot of us. Without just, Kevin, we don't have any. The there we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a lot of people just making chewing noises into yeah. the mic. Yep. So yeah, we got our own. So yeah, we got our own whoop group, and we can uh, see who has like the most strain, who has the best recovery after nights yeah. like this, and yep. kind of go into it. Um, maybe at one or two more people uh, that maybe go into Kentucky that do this, and mm-hmm. I think that'd be pretty cool. So we're gonna we're gonna take take some notes down. On our pre-Kentucky numbers, right? We're, we got it. We're getting it early enough. I think we got you know six weeks or so. Um, it'll it'll learn our our body type and what we do and our history and all this. So by the time Kentucky comes, it'd be good solid numbers. Take some numbers down our recordings, and then after Kentucky or maybe even during Kentucky, figure out some numbers. But afterwards, <laughs> what did we do? Like, what is yeah. a recording that we did that is terrible for our bodies? This, this is for science. Yeah. Yeah. This because every, everything, yeah, because everything it goes by, like, it tells you what you did last night or how many, uh, like, how much caffeine it Tells you us drink. what we did last night? What was your last? Yeah, like, how many drinks did you have? We're going to need that. <laughs> yeah. What did you do last? Yeah. I hope yeah. it tells us what we did last night on this trip. <laughs> Why was my Woo. bill three hundred dollars? Woo! What? Yeah, no, but it tells like all your caffeine so. and tells you everything. <laughs> you can't hear the sound I got going through the board. It's terrible. <laughs> this goes off your caffeine. Like it even tells you like it gets personal. Like it says like sexual activity. It tells you like if you masturbated. It tells you fucking everything. And if you don't want to like. Oh, relax. Like, does it send, I to tell, does it I send it to the government? Yeah. yeah, you're like, whoa, relax. <laughs> I, I went cross-country skiing. Relax, <laughs> whoop. Yeah. For four minutes. <laughs> I got four minutes away and I got tired with it. I said, I'm done with this. 
I'm not <laughs> skiing, skiing anymore. This damn thing's broken. Yeah. I ain't skiing no more. This isn't even fun. I mean, uh, that's whoop. That's, that's, <laughs> so that's, so that's, so that's whoop. Uh, it tells you when you go skiing, that's whoop. <laughs> and the cool thing is it learns your, your tendencies. And like, if you start a workout and you do it enough times, like when you start, the, you don't even have to tell whoop that you started this workout. It'll tell you. Mm-hmm. So like every day it's going to be like, Kyle, you started cross country skiing this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to tell it like no i wasn't i'm gonna set that up <laughs> i know right right be like, oh, this is how you're gonna get yeah. abs kevin kyle yeah. you didn't even get out of bed this morning and you started cross-country skiing <laughs> yeah. yeah so it'll it'll know your tendencies how can you be skiing from a horizontal position <laughs> i fell down i don't know Ski, skis up Okay. <laughs> and that's that's the benefits of whoop people. Well, we'll yeah. see. You're you're looking at the new director of beverage preparations for the Ooh. trip. For the trip. Very um, important role. I, Very important. I have I mean some would argue it's one of the most important like I would definitely argue that jobs of yeah. the trip. Yeah. I have to Prep the bus of all booze. Sounds like a rookie job. Well, no, we don't give rookies those responsibilities. The, yeah, the trip just, would not go well. No, so because they would think, oh, we just use this a little bit, and like, no, that's that's already gone by the time we get down there. Yeah, gotta know. Yeah, go someone that's yep. been there three, four years, knows what they're doing. So, Kevin, <clears throat> I'm bringing you along on this trip with me. Yeah, Ooh, I'm as, going as being assistant. To the manager of beverage preparations. Uh, so basically, no, you're not called the assistant you're, manager. No, you're not the assistant manager. You're assistant to the manager. Same thing. No, it is not. All right, I'll, I call Jim. Okay, you are assistant to the manager uh, of director of uh, beverage preparations. So I will let you know what is needed when it is needed, <laughs> and we will perform these uh, tasks before the trip is. Uh, upon us. Okay. You tell me and I'll delegate a rookie. No, no, no. We nope. do this. Okay. Together. We do this. <laughs> we do this. Mm-hmm. I'm putting all my money on aside bets. I'm not doing any golf as of right now. Maybe Sunday afternoon at three o'clock. Yeah, Sunday afternoon I'll put two dollars on every guy in the top ten and then <laughs> break even. <laughs> then you'll break even. <laughs> Wow, that's fun. What's that thriller? That is fun. Uh, what a, right now, what a fucking nail biter that'll be. Yeah, I have. Uh, <laughs> make it, make it, make it, or miss it. I don't care. I have the other yeah. guy too. <laughs> I mean, how fun is that? God, I hope Great. he makes this putt, or he misses it. I feel like Kyle on Sunday watching golf is like trading stocks. Like, oh, it's I got, wild. <laughs> I got two bucks on the top ten at the start, but then I'm just shuffling from mm-hmm. one guy to the other. Dude, the I'm telling time. you, cashing yeah. out, the, buying not, in, yeah. cashing out, buying yeah. in. The amount of cash outs I have of like five dollars. All right, if you cash out now, you make two eighty five. Then you throw that two eighty five on someone that just made birdie, and like, awesome. All right, then you're like, do I cash out? No, I'll wait for the next hole. And then he takes a quad and then you can't get that money back. Like, all right, well, on to the next fish. What are you're you like <laughs> you're like a shitty day trader. 
<laughs> You're the <laughs> shitty sports day trader. You literally move like eighty dollars worth of money, and then you're so happy that you're like two fourteen ahead at the end of the yeah. day Sunday. I was I was happy. I was happy. <laughs> I, I was happy. I backdoored that bet of yeah. JT. I threw eighty bucks in the ring on all my horses. <sighs> I made two dollars today. Oh yes, <laughs> that was a fun fun round of golf. <laughs> Wait till you hear his question. I heard there's a lake in Claire that I've never been to, so maybe you and I could go fishing. Yeah, let's let's. Just quickly touch on that. Um, we brought up Shamrock Lake. Just, uh, how many times have you been to Claire? I believe he said one gajillion times. At least three times a week since 1989. So he actually had to pass by it pretty much to get here. Okay. Yeah. Now, it was a river. It's the overpass. It's like yeah. a, a river, and then it gets to the lake. So maybe he didn't see it. But yes, Claire has a lake. It is three blocks from here. Five Lakes and South Lake are technically far well, but yeah. So that's not clear. But we got one. It's you can walk across it. IBG deed. I had no, I had no idea. IBG deed. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll go sometime. Good. Good. We'll you know cast a a line out there. Let's call it August fifth. August. Let's put it in the books. All right. Fishing August excursion 5th. in Claire. No idea. Shamrock Lake, we're coming. You don't want to keep those fish, by the way. They're not no. safe to eat or anything. You, Claire, uh, you, can say you have it. no edge. You can say it. You have no edge, Kevin. Eat that goddamn, <laughs> eat that fish. <laughs> do I have to no. bleep that? No. Yeah, do I have to tell a story of what me and Chris jumped on when we were like 12 years old? Um, Little League. I don't know. I don't know if you that's should, a weird wording but... to put so, out there. So we're right. We're at the Little League park, and uh, it's right after baseball, and uh, we're just throwing rocks and just being dipshits out um, when the pond or the lake goes in the canal, right? And we're we're throwing. That was fair. He even calls it a pond. Yeah, is he talking shamrock? That's fair. Yes, small. Yes. It is small. That's fair. You so say we're throwing rocks in this thing, and I don't know this black thing we're throwing at. Like the rocks are just—it's not a rock. Like trying to skip it off of it, and this thing just bounces. I'm like, what the fuck? Bounce, bounce. Chris is like, well, let me jump on this thing. He jumps on it. The head of a cow comes up and looks him dead in the face, and he jumps off and he's scared shitless. And all of a sudden, this uh, baby calf rolls up, and his feet comes up. And it was just a dead calf in the lake. <laughs> so you go ahead and eat those fish. That is a Navy move right there. I'm proud of Chris. <laughs> what the that's hell is I that knew. in the water? Let me just jump on yeah, it. I, yeah, that's, that's, the move. At, that's the that's move. That's the move. That just turned up. <laughs> and looked him dead in the eyes. He's like, no way. I'm like, nah. What a stud. Sure shit. He's always been medium jacked his whole life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what a stud. Speaking of darts, is your kid rolling in the darts? <laughs> you said you were going to bring it up. I was waiting for it. I had to lead you into Oh, it. he's five months old. So, yeah, of course he's rolling his own cigarettes. I'm not going to baby him forever. Absolutely. <laughs> What's your son's name? Uh, we went um, and got it. We you went. Asked me a, we a asked me a question. Yeah. I always, we gotta, went a I always have a long answer. It's a unique name. We went. <laughs> but you could have put a, 
a hat and just put any basic, like, you know, Greg, Matt, Jeff. We went with Lucas, though. That's what we went with. We just wanted something that would look good. Or I did, anyway. That's how I was thinking about it, you know. That, it's a good-looking name. That, yeah, strong name. Yeah. If he doesn't have a good jawline, that's on him. You know? <laughs> I blame his mother. There's things you can buy. You know, they I've seen infomercials of biting down on this little jaw exercise thing. I, Jaws are size. Yeah, and you've, and you've watched them, like, for the whole duration. I laughed a little bit and turned it. You but don't it have was a funny. recall button on your remote to go to the other thing that you're. Feeling? I don't know. I don't really Most have like. Come. I. <laughs> I have uh, a Roku, so it's like there's like no, no go back button for yeah. channel wise through uh, YouTube TV. Oh, okay. That can like surf back to the channel I want. I have to go back to guide find it. My son's been big on Snowfall. You should watch that. Check that out. Snowfall on what? You can watch it on Hulu. I think it's an FX show, though. Okay. Yeah, he loves that. That's so. a, a Jeff recommendation. It's yeah, well, my, no, my son loves Lucas. it. Yeah, Lucas, Lucas loves it. Yeah, but it's about the crack, uh, crack epidemic in the 80s in uh, South L.A. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really hitting home for old five-year-old Lucas, huh? Five-month-old. Five-month-old, I'm he sorry. He loves it. He eats that shit up. Loves it. <laughs> the crack? No, we don't no, got a crack baby. Just the <laughs> epidemic part of it. The show uh, itself, you know. He likes the effects yeah. that it's having. Uh, and they say awesome. they the say epidemic. at this age that screen time is essential. Yes. And that's what they say. Is that what they say? All right. They do. For the parents' mentality, screen time is essential. Yeah. And nowadays everything's 4K, so you're not gonna <laughs> You know what I mean? They might, the characters might as well be in our living room, you yeah. know. Well, you will get confused. It's a terrifying <laughs> you know exactly. It's a terrifying thought when you're watching crack shows. Get over it, Kevin. Your kid <laughs> yeah. needs to watch this show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Three and four, they're ready. Snowfall. Snowfall. Yeah, watch that show. Okay. That's good. It's good stuff. I feel, right. I feel like they're behind now. So have you have you touched the basement? You're just Yeah. It's, it's a valid question. I'm thinking you're like me on a diet right now. Like, yeah, it's. Uh, I have all the good <laughs> intentions of getting started, and then exactly shit just gets in the way, and this will be the life happens. Upcoming fourth. It St. doesn't Patrick's help that I have that... neighbors that come through the neighborhood, and he's trained his kid to intentionally come and bug me. She begs him like twice a week, "Can we go bug Nick?" So if More he than sees that, me yeah. trying to be productive. They will come disrupt my productivity. <laughs> she's got a close eye on you. It's, she's so good at it. It's an, she's anno- it's annoying as shit. And I know exactly what they're doing, and he loves it. So, Steve, so he's pumping it. Steve, what's the benefit of him not playing golf for you? I mean, it's just my pleasure knowing that I'm messing up his life. Yeah, it bothers me. He takes great pride in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's nonsense. Steve, would you, would you ever join Monday League? I think you did before, right? Yeah, I've oh, been. We asked. I've him, been in Mon- Monday Night League <laughs> twice. I've. I mean, it's a good time, but uh, uh, people get way too stuffy about this. So there's uh, uh, numbers you just suck, and you feel bad because you suck. And that's that, that's true. Is. I had to play by myself one one uh, one round, and on three, I hit the tree to the left, and it bounced behind the blue stakes. And instead of just letting me tee off back again from the white, nope, I had to go back for, well, yeah. to hit two from behind the blue sticks. I was hitting seven by the time I got outside the trees. <laughs> Wait. They're done. What hole? Three. Okay. Well, he's got to play that okay. slice to try to cut you the said corner. Two, so he's I got thought, no. this is impossible. Uh, <laughs> no, three. He's got to cut it as, as close as he can to those trees without touching yeah, it. Yeah, I it's hate, a delicate I hate process. three. Three is like 
Polecat 2.0. Not oh, a fan. I would say use an iron, but from about 120, mm. you're still using I don't a think three I've ever wood seen or five wood. Yes. Yes. Choke Straight down, down to yeah. pitching wedge. It's just a choke down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No other need. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where I stand on leagues. You got a timer going, Kevin? Yeah, it's my, your go to bed timer. It's time for my dog's medication. <laughs> <laughs> Diabetic. Diabetic. Possibly. That happens. Uh, he pees a lot. Yeah. He in the house. Oh, yeah, he does. He's probably fat. Is he fat? He's not fat. Extremely skinny, really. <laughs> yeah, that probably is diabetic. Yeah. He's That's too bad. A lot. Yeah. He's a German short hair. They're all fucking skinny. Yeah. And then, no, then they no. all wind up diabetic. <laughs> not the one upstairs. <laughs> that one's thick. That dog's thick. That dog's thick. That chest thick. Two C's. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. I was going to say two Ks. I don't know which one it was. <laughs> That's the Wyman way. <laughs> I was literally just going to say it. No, there was no girls around us. You should have seen us dancing. <laughs> it was me, Kyle, and Scotty. Like, yeah. Get out of the way. Make a circle. Yeah. <laughs> make this a circle. For, well, we this is for to, me. This is about to step. We're about to yeah. step up, too. Everybody get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Hot girls walking across. Not now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, not uh, tonight that was exactly yeah. how that happened that's how i this remember my, hey excuse me my, get out of the way <laughs> yeah yeah the, that rookie of the year, of the year. <laughs> the pinball machine excuse us ladies excuse us that, that's how i remember it for sure <laughs> you you mentioned you did um drama in high school yeah um i believe Kevin did as well. And Kyle, were you a like a backstage guy in drama or did you perform on stage? I did like this when it, what was it, like seventh or eighth grade? Like uh you just improvise. They just give you a topic oh, yeah, and yeah. Then, like Yeah, you did improv. Uh what was improv. that? Improv. What was there was yeah, I remember what that was. Like uh I don't know. There was like uh, four it was like yeah. school Olympics or like something Olymp- I remember what that was. Yeah. Uh-huh. Scholastic I don't know why I something. I don't know yeah. why I thought I was going to be good at that, but I was terrible. Yeah. So Kevin, bad. your experience with drama? It was fun. It was uh, drama. You know, I know drama. I I can't really remember much about the plays we did, except for one where we were like <sighs> owners at an Italian restaurant. Somebody was murdered. I don't know. You remember that, Charlie? You were yeah, in that of one. I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but I remember my name was Don Donaducci. <laughs> you remember was, that? He was the Don. He was. Or maybe it was Donnie Dusadani or something. Don. There was like a couple of different names that were like that. Yeah. So and me and Andrew were his flunkies. Death, death yeah. by dessert. That's the net, the title of it. Was death by dessert. <laughs> yeah. Good Got times. it. We'll have two <laughs> things that stem from that. Uh, one is do you believe that being i guess i'd say a performer makes streaming easier yes okay it allows you to yeah. just be the personality that people can connect with just being yeah, yourself you or being a personality like a personality that part um i think a lot of people a lot so many people will try streaming and they'll fail because they don't have a personality that captivates people or grabs people's attention. Um, and that could be for any number of reasons. Maybe they don't talk loud enough. Maybe they, they talk too slowly. Maybe they don't have good talking topics. Or maybe they just can't formulate their 
their words clearly and keep a conversation going for a while. Um, when I have a five or six hour live stream, I'm talking for five or six hours. There's not, there's not like a gap where there's a ton of silence. It just doesn't happen. That's one of the reasons why it wears you out because your brain is on consistently with no breaks. <laughs> and that that's, that's different than many other jobs where you get to, uh, at least for five minutes, you can, you can turn off for a little bit and, and you can't, you're not doing that when you're live, mm -hmm. you know, take right. bathroom breaks and stuff. Sure. But, um, <laughs> like it's, it's one of those things. And so being in drama, going back on, on topic, um, being in drama, it teaches you to be that performer and to, um, at, at the very least project your words and enunciate your words and formulate your phrases with intent. And that's something where if I wasn't doing that, I would not be getting nearly the type of, I mean, I wouldn't be getting a hundred plus people watching me at the same time playing a video game, you know? Getting uh, back to that tournament and, and this Saturday and all that. Um, I just want to jump into the text messages right now. Um, it's kind of started out with Kyle saying, maybe next time Brooks, wink face. Yep. He poked the bear. And then you started <laughs> on just a bear. rant. Uh, maybe not like the biggest rant, but it kind of went deeper after I gotta pull it after up. a couple laughs. I got it right here. Yeah, <laughs> you said absolute letdown of a major. No one who likes golf can be happy with this result. Where where are you coming from there? Okay, if you like, I'm not sure you watched the same Sunday yeah. that I did. I think anybody that's a golf fan is the exact opposite of that. So go. Okay, so that that's fine because golf will never be the the true like tr get their true viewership back that they had it when tiger was at his peak unless there's either a a dominant player or b a young face that's a consistent winner golf has neither of those things right now okay so yeah. th think of it think of it going to other sports back in the day everyone hated the yankees but everyone mm. loved the yankees they okay. were dominant okay tiger didn't really get that much i mean there were reasons he was hated but that was more off the golf course okay um people love the patriots people hate the patriots mm -hmm. okay it's same type of deal you got to get the the eyes on the dominant player and right now golf doesn't have that and you can't have some dude who's old enough for the senior tour that nobody below the age of what 30 even probably knows who this dude is oh come on Okay, if you're into golf, if you're people, in, if you're if you're into golf, people know Phil Mickelson. People know Phil Mickelson if you're into golf from ten years ago, maybe five years ago, or they watch the match or they check out his Phil's, coffee. Phil's recipe. jumped on Instagram lately, yeah, 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 and yeah. he is fire on the gram. Oh, fire on the gram. Listen yes. to you. Yes, <laughs> he's fire. He's the man. But well, okay, but nobody twenty something. Below twenty something, the target audience that golf should have, no one gives a damn about Phil. Sorry, the target audience that golf should have. Okay, it should. Okay, why are we targeting people who? I mean, yeah, they can. They're probably able to spend the most money, but they're going to be. They are. They're going to be. Well, yeah, short term maybe. You want long term viewers, right? Well, yeah. Are the long term viewers going to spend more money than the short term? The viewers? short term viewers were were probably rooting for Brooks, and he was right there. I don't think the PGA has ever targeted twenty. They should. Yeah, but well, they, but they there's haven't. a difference between should and are, and who they are. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So if golf wants to get to the level it was with Tiger, they need an A dominant player or a consistent winner. 
They can't have this. I would say for a stretch, Brooks was pretty dominant. For a stretch, DJ was pretty dominant. For a stretch, Justin Thomas was dominant. There's there's stretches of these guys that are. It's not the Tiger sort of thing, no. No, we'll never get to that again. But, no, I mean, Rory was getting hot there for a minute. Spieth mm-hmm. was a flash in the pan. But <laughs> he's back. Yeah, in all the, <laughs> in all the tournaments that don't count. He's back. Okay. It's, all the ones in Texas. I mean, all those ones that still make him a mil plus. Him. Yeah, sure. Him because go. of sponsorships, but nobody's watching those. I'm watching all of them. Exactly. Well, this is a golf podcast. There you go. Um, so moving on with the text. I really um, thought you guys brought me on to talk NBA playoffs. Never. <laughs> <laughs> and that's basketball. Yep. Uh, you went on to say, does Phil qualify for the senior tour? With a question mark. I think you already knew that rhetorical question. Um, if so, the PGA <laughs> sure did. did a disservice to golf and made it too easy if he could even make the cut. <laughs> Not my type of golf. Yeah, when when you asked me, like, I needed to come on here and back up those, these takes, I did let you know that I was a few sodas in. By sodas, I mean alcoholic beverages yep. on Sunday. It was yep. a great weekend, nice and warm. And there was grass being mowed, there were beers being drank, and so that last one might have been a bit extreme. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe just a little. Um, uh, you also said uh, uh, 400 plus drives or you missed the cut. Now, for anybody that wasn't aware, Phil did have the longest drive of the tournament. So Longest shaft. Uh, one mark for Phil there. Longest shaft. Then, he was right? he was basically cheating. By the way, I want no, that to no, be on, no. on the it record. It was legal. Yeah, it was legal. It was a long drive competition. Anyway, the important on. thing is you said four hundred plus where you missed the cut, so nobody made the cut. Yeah, zero <laughs> people would have made the cut. You know that would be exciting Thursday and Friday. <laughs> <laughs> you know Tommy Fleetwood would feel like he's part of the crew, always being out of there on Thursday Friday. Yep. Here we go. I mean that we're we're fixing golf right here, boys. So <laughs> you said I, I guess I shouldn't jump what Kyle said. Here's something about Phil having the longest drive of the week, hitting bombs. Tiger then he said, you know, Tiger will break his record as the oldest to win <laughs> the majors. You go on to say, because no one else good pull out the big stick. I could see where the beer was was flowing here. <laughs> Um, like telling a Formula One car <laughs> to run on Harrison's go kart track. I I don't know where you're going with this. Shout out Harrison's go kart track. I don't really. <laughs> no, I have no idea. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Um, we we pointed out Kyle did that. It was the longest setup of a golf tournament, seventy eight hundred yards. Okay, now this is coming back to me. Didn't they shorten it because the wind was too too bad and they didn't well, want like so shit it was flying in the water. it was nearly seventy nine hundred. It was like seventy eight eighty something, I think, in total. If it went all the way back, so the reason they have that length is so they have the room for adjustments. So if you're playing into the wind, they can bring the tees up, or if you're playing with the wind, they can bring them back and make a five hundred and forty yard par four because you're going to hit. A 366-yard drive. That's what we need. So they make those adjustments. They give themselves the room to do that Mm -hmm. because of the way the course is, just straight down and back. I got you. So that's why it was one of the longest. Kevin comes in in the clutch after all this. From the clouds. Yeah. 
and says, would you like to say it? I don't remember word for word. You got it. I'll let you. Uh, very bottom. Very bottom. Springer, I have never disagreed with anyone on so many of their opinions before. And that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> no, no, it's not. There, oh. There's more. I just, oh, okay. I screenshot them so I don't have to get out of my notes. I got you. I got you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wish that was the end of the conversation. That was, that was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you wish I didn't have it the rest of this. Uh, you said <laughs> it's a societal issue. <laughs> you can't have the olds thinking they have a shot for success. They've caused enough damage. The olds. All Phil did was give the olds hope again. <laughs> now, what angry place are you coming from here? On the olds. <laughs> I love old people. <laughs> With my actual golf game, because I mean, Kyle doesn't live here. But right. if yeah. he if he did, I'm definitely would be going right. out like four times a week <laughs> golfing every day. Do you yeah. do you beat dope. your dad? I haven't yet. Really? But I've. So you're I saying Ryan beats will. you? <laughs> I think that's what I heard. <laughs> so, Your dad beats you. <laughs> Stop breathing if, it, if it's a problem. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, no. Um, yeah, I haven't beat him yet, but I'm. He's his, he's getting old, so I'm I'm definitely gonna beat him this year. <laughs> he's getting old. <laughs> yeah, I, I would hit it, but I'm on the wrong. We don't right know what, We can't find it. It would be the scary sound. <laughs> um, so, like, you know, like, um, pizza delivery, like, they have those boxes where they keep their pizza all warm. Mm -hmm. Well, they have it for Chick-fil-A because Michelle's school was getting catered Chick-fil-A. And uh, they needed someone to take it back to Chick-fil-A. And they asked me to do it. So I said, okay, I can do it. I just put it in my back seat. So I put it in my back seat. I drive around and um, go through the drive-thru, order my, about ready to order my stuff. Um, there's two cars in front of me. And there's a little walkway, and I didn't want to park in the walkway, so I kind of played back a little bit. And I see the girl taking this lady's order in front of me, and she moves forward. I said, "All right, let me look back. Uh, make sure I have like the stuff that they carry the sandwiches in in my back seat. Perfect." I press pause on the podcast I was listening to, and I unlock my door. And when I unlock my door, I look up, and there's a black guy standing out there, thinking that I'm locked my doors mm. not that i was unlocking them for the girl to come take it from my back seat and he's like oh so it's like that huh <laughs> i'm like awkward like no i was unlocking the door and she comes up she's like hi welcome to chick-fil-a i can help you i'm like i uh i was let me i was unlocking I was trying, it i swear yeah yeah i'm like no uh there's a there's like a thing here in the back that you guys need to take. Uh, it has Danville schools on it, and I need to return it. Um, and can I just get a spicy, uh, spicy chicken sandwich? <laughs> but as I seen like this guy just like walk across, he's like, "Like it's like that, huh?" I haven't back. To, I haven't been back to that Chick Fil A since. Well, here's one of the most awkward ones, though: um, making eye contact while eating a hot dog. <laughs> Extremely <laughs> awkward, right? I don't know if, if girls feel the same way. Very awkward to eat a hot dog and look at somebody. Like, you don't ever look at somebody. I hate my hot dog or like maybe, a hamburger in front of you guys. Or maybe any <laughs> any food shaped like a, like, a, like a hot dog. Like a tube. Yeah. 
Like a banana or a popsicle? Oh, definitely not a banana. Never eye contact with a banana. Never. Popsicles? No. Kyle doesn't have time for that. He eats them all in one bite uh, anyway. Yeah. Slips them down. <laughs> well, I came across the video. Um, it's called a glizzy gripper. <laughs> a glizzy gripper. Is it, you know how dogs... For whatever reasons, they're called glizzies. No, uh-huh. I've never fucking heard, never that heard that in my that? life. You've never no? heard that? Well, look it up. It's I don't know if it's that a bar stool thing. Maybe I don't know. I what don't it know. Is, but they say it on bar stool. Mm-hmm. How dogs are called glizzies, and it's called the glizzy gripper. And basically, it's like a U-shaped <laughs> thing with a handle that you can slide the hot dog with a bun into, and then it's got a shield on the one side. So when you go and <laughs> eat your hot dog, it shields the sides so people don't watch you eat a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> It's hilarious. Oh, my God. So the glizzy gripper could be a good Christmas gift for you guys this year. It's hilarious. So, But, yeah, it's very awkward to eat those shaped foods. See, I don't think I've ever look at somebody. really thought about that. But now I will every time I eat a glizzy or whatever the fuck you call them. So you're saying you're shooting probably 50 to 54 range most times. But yes. you you did happen to shoot the best round of your life last weekend. Uh, do you want I, to get into that a bit? Yeah. So we had a buddy that got married this past weekend that we went down to the wedding. And we hung out with our buddy for Friday and Saturday, then went to Davenport, Iowa on Sunday morning. And we got to play a course that has one mm-hmm. course I've never played before. Nick, I'm sure you already know. Oh, I know. You can get to it. You, you're just building the suspense here. <laughs> hey, what do you think it was, Kevin? What do you think I shot? Uh, if you're shooting 50 to 54 and you shot your best, uh, 46. You were close. You were close. 44. Which is what I shot like two weeks in league at Eagle Glen. (laughs) Of course, I play all the time, and this is one he's never played and just goes out and knocks around a 44. Very nice. It's good work there. I'm always happy with a 44. Yeah. (laughs) When's the last time you shot a 44, Kevin? It was Monday. That's correct. (laughs) I forgot. When's the last time you shot a 44? I actually forgot about it. Was it Monday? No, I shot, um, uh, what did I shoot? 42? Did I shoot a 44? Yeah. We both shot 44s? Yeah. Ah, man. 42 (laughs) on Wednesday, though. You guys ever heard the saying, knee high by the 4th of July? I have. It has to do with corn, right? It's corn they're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have nothing very interesting to say about this, but But it is corn. (laughs) But I took a... Took a hike around the back road today and noticed that it's about shoulder high on June 30th. Okay. <laughs> Lots of rain. So so is there uh I wonder what they say about the shoulder high by June 30th phrase. I don't know. <laughs> I think I snapped you guys knee high by fourth of July. On I, my all my weeds in my front yard. I don't know if you did, but if you did, that's uh it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have much to say about that, but I just thought I would say it. Anyway, uh, sweet corn is going to be real nice this year. Yep. 
Everybody go get your sweet corn for 4th of July wow. weekend. Shoulder high by the 30th of June. <laughs> Stickers coming soon. <laughs> we will have t-shirts available uh, in the near future. Stickers coming soon. I love it. Shoulder high by June 30th. Yes. <laughs> Kevin's crying. I tell you what, you might not have learned a whole lot this week, Kevin, but God, you're funny. It It was worth it. it. (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, Stickers coming soon, everybody. Uh, Kyle, did you. How am I supposed to top that? Did you happen to learn anything this week? Uh, I mean, not this week, but I mean, if you guys learned that, you know. In the kid family, speaking of corn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You better eat your corn. Uh, eat your corn, makes your pecker grow. That's... My old, old, old pappy used to say, oh, grandpa kid. <clears throat> so, me high before 4th of July, that's good. And then what? You said it by, <laughs> by June 30th. Shoulder high by June 30th. So... That's the corn you're going to need. Whatever field you're in. <laughs> Just throw four dollars on the ground and grab a well, bundle. If you expect to have corn for the fourth of July, it better be bigger than knee high. Yeah, you don't want that right. shoulder high corn. <laughs> yeah. and, and we got it. Really <laughs> we got it. All right. So that was something you learned way back when you were a wee a wee little lad. Yeah, uh, you gotta you gotta eat your corn. Okay. Kyle hated corn growing up. <laughs> So the Belgian Malinois, everybody's seen them on TV now. And, you know, there's a dog called Monkey that's on YouTube. That's the one that's walking the ropes and doing career. That's a Belgian Malinois. Okay. Uh, Matter of fact, my last dog that I worked on the street here in Claire was a Belgian Malinois. And uh, they're just nuts. I mean, you know, if they were a human being, they'd be in an they'd be in an institution. They really yeah. would because yeah. they're flat out nuts. <laughs> you know, you train them, say, run through that window. Okay. You know, yeah. they're going to crash through the window. Wow. So yeah, they're in, in, a, in a lot of sporting breeds. You know, we do golden retrievers and pointers and in in labs. Okay. Yeah. What were you having there? Yeah, I had two questions. Is it true that you can't teach an old dog new tricks? That is not true. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then when you retire, are you going to retire from the dog training as no, well? I'm going to keep doing, doing it for that? a few more years. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I I firmly believe that I have stayed in okay shape. Because of the dogs, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm on my feet with them every day. They're dragging me around all the time and things like that. So I think they've kept my longevity up there, but I'm going to stay with it a few more years. Good. Yeah. A few more years. Well, you mentioned how these dogs are nuts and they're dragging you around. And well, I've heard there's a story about one of your previous canines that may have drug a guy around by his nuts how did you hear that story <laughs> so can you elaborate on this story maybe get into that a bit uh i can elaborate on that story um it was quick there was a happened to be an armed robbery in the city and i was the only car working at night and claire it was late and um the p- person that called and said you know he's running down the railroad tracks and he happened to be running right towards the police department and I was at the north end of town, and I got down there quickly, got to the railroad tracks, got the dog out, and uh, told him to start looking. And he's, I could tell, it's like a bird dog. You know, when a bird dog's near a pheasant or a quail or something like that, they start acting birdie. And so he was acting birdie. 
-hmm. And I knew something was up. So I yelled, hey, come on out, police dog. I'm going to send him in. Nobody responded. So I sent him in. And he goes running in there and he's crashing around in the bushes. And I hear the no more crashing around. I goes, that's odd. What's going on? So I go in and I find him. And the dog is literally standing on the guy's back, standing there. He can smell him, but he can't see him. He knows he's there, and he's standing there, and the guy is not moving. Wow. So I call the dog back. And he comes back to me, and I hold him. And so now I'm saying, he's because he's on his hands. Yeah. Show me your hands. Show me your hands. He didn't respond nicely. Yeah. Can I say he told me to go get? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He told yeah. me a couple times. And so I put the dog down. I said, stay. As I went up to him, and I said, show me your hands, or I'm going to tase you. Yep. So it's one of the times and he didn't. So I took the taser and put it on the back of his calf and let him have it. And when I got him with it, he spun around and elbowed me in the chin. Oh. And when the dog sees any type of assault coming towards me, he's taught to protect me. So mm -hmm. he lunged in <laughs> and when he lunged in, he had him right by <laughs> the little criminal yeah. and he's got him Yeah, and he's got yeah. him good. And he was a big, strong Malinois. And you know how dogs like to tug on toys. Oh, well, he had his toy oh, and he started doing better. that going, going backwards. And he was literally dragging him yeah. backwards. Stop resisting. Second, the second day with this dog on the street. And I'm thinking like, he's going to rip it off. Yeah. He's going to swallow it. Something bad's going to happen here. And he, this guy is screaming at the top of his lungs. He's got my, he's got my <laughs> and the more he did that, the more he fought and the more he yeah. fought, the more the dog fought. Yeah. So Oh, it was probably a good two minutes Stop resisting. Yeah, before I could. Oh, because he was pounding on the dog. And I said, the more you do that, you're making him mad. <laughs> yeah. That's not helping your situation. So, Jesus. yeah, that was uh, that was quite an event on day two. Yikes. Day two of the canine program in the big city of Clare. <laughs> and that was year one of Life Over Par. Uh, we'd like to thank all of the listeners for for one here and two, all of the guests that agreed to come on here. Um, you know, you, you came on, took time out of your life and put up with us asking you dumb questions. And we thank you for that. Uh, we would really appreciate it. If you guys share the podcast, whenever you have the chance, uh, we'd like to have as many ears as we can on this thing. See if we can, uh, possibly grow this thing into something, maybe a little bigger, uh, keep the fun rolling here to send this episode off, we are going to uh, have our, our guest that played his own outro. Uh, so, Thad, let's play us out again. We'll see you on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>